during this time of our lives, like I had no idea that you were confiding a lot of this information through Steve. I know. Surprise, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I knew a lot more than you thought I did. And I guess what I'm, my point is like, I'm fine with that. Now, at the time that probably would have triggered me into a spiral of what the heck? Like she trusts her ex-husband more than her current husband to go and confide this stuff. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. All right. Here is the first review that we'd like to share with everybody. It says, wonderful and insightful podcast. I hear Jessica on Jamie Scrimgeour's podcast. <laughs> Scrimgeour. 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 I think that's close. Scrimgeour. Sorry, Jamie, if you're listening. Yeah, I totally butchered that one. I heard Jessica on Jamie's podcast and was interested in her non-traditional story. I decided to check out her podcast and have been captivated by the story of Matt, Steve, and Jessica. The three of them explore complicated questions with honesty and love. I listen to all of the podcasts in a few weeks and can't wait to hear more. Thank you for sharing your story and being so raw and real. You are welcome. Thank you for the review. Yeah, thank you so much for the review because these reviews totally help us figure out exactly what we want to talk about because we know exactly what we're going to talk about every single episode. (laughs) (laughs) We do, huh? Yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Did you want to read the other review? Well, it's not part of my memorized thing yet. Oh, do you want me to pull it up? right here sure which one cousin in laws <laughs> question mark what does that mean well we're, we're gonna, gonna find, find out. out love this podcast full disclosure jessica is my cousin oh. <gasps> i'm hoping this makes me a cousin in law with steve and matt either way this is a great authentic podcast that is entertaining to listen to a win-win which cousin is this we can bleep it so it's actually one of my cousins from my dad's side and she's Jessica doesn't even know her. I, she's significantly older than me. But honestly, I don't know most of the cousins on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. We didn't grow up hanging out. I met, I probably met her a couple of times, but I was so much younger than her. When you're growing up, it seems like a huge age gap. Well, Jessica's dad doesn't even really know his own siblings. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his siblings. He does? Yes. I've but never met any of them. This is really? one of the things. That I've loved about the podcast. Okay, maybe a couple of them. You've met all of them. I have? Yes, you have. But it's been funny that now all of my cousins on my dad's side, not all of them, but a lot of them have reached out being like, it's so great to like know your story now and all these things. So I'm really excited to see them at a family reunion or something when those type of activities are allowed again. Yeah, we tried to have one. Didn't we try to have one we for 4th uh, of fourth, July? <laughs> but then we decided... We might end up getting people sick. Yeah. My grandparents specifically. Yeah. So that got canceled. Talking about 4th of July? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I remember 4th of July at your grandparents. Yeah. They still do that. 
Yeah. They still do Mentos in a Pepsi bottle? No, not well. <laughs> what? That we, was, we that did was that the one highlight time. of the of Yeah. The you weekend. always get the best traditions, like the best experiences. It's true, man. <laughs> Matt, like, Matt gets the crap uh, at the end of this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when things like are Dutch, fizzling. Dutch Christmas. Like, my oh. first experience with that was... Not good. I, but I will say, 4th of July at your grandparents' house, that was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was lots of fun. Yep. With the... I had a cousin that always brought a popcorn, or not popcorn, cotton candy cotton thing. Cotton candy and, machine? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. You could one-up them now. <laughs> but I've <laughs> nope. never had a Pepsi and a Mentos in a bottle. Nope, we didn't And that. this was no 16-ounce bottle either. We're was talking the three liter? <laughs> two-liter bottles. I think it was my mom that instigated that. I think it was. It sounds like something she would do. Your mom's a troublemaker. Such a troublemaker. Mom, you're a troublemaker. <laughs> and then she'll cry about it. <laughs> I had dinner with your parents this week. Yeah, that's what I heard. You did? I haven't even had that. See? <laughs> Short end of the stick. <laughs> you do stuff with my dad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my parents were watching Penny for me. It was actually last week. And um, then you picked her up. Penny and we were going to go get dinner. And they were going to go get dinner. We're like, let's just go get dinner. <laughs> so they went and got dinner. I heard about it from all parties involved. Was separately. this the night where I was, was left a, at was home fun. alone, defending for myself <laughs> for dinner? Yes. With my children? I think I left <sighs> you pre-made dinner that all you had to do was heat up in the oven. Yeah, it was pretty good. You could have come. I wasn't invited. <laughs> all right. Sorry. So funny story. I went on a mini day trip on Friday to go pick Penny up from Steve's parents. And it ended up like switching plans at the last minute. And so I invited my aunt to meet us in Twin Falls because it's halfway. And my mom and my stepdaughter and came and my aunt ended up bringing Penny. Anyways, I was gone for the day. Do you guys even know how to quarantine? I left. <laughs> I left <laughs> after Matt went to work. I got home just before he got home from work. And then I was so proud of him because he made himself, he didn't eat out while I was gone. <laughs> uh, I didn't. And then I realized he fed himself one meal. <laughs> I made him breakfast and dinner. He made himself lunch. And I was like so proud that night. And then I realized, oh my gosh. It this was literally meal. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, on that note though, like <clears throat> I've had friends of mine. Or basically text me and say, hey, do not show my husband the picture of the <laughs> fridge that Jessica left you when she left town. <laughs> because the picture is, it's all color coordinated, days of the week, which, how high I need to turn up the oven, and when I need to put it in, when I need to take it out. It's amazing. I bet you still screwed it up. No. No, he doesn't eat <laughs> half of it. <laughs> so I, I spent all this time prepping food before I leave. I did eat all of it. Not that time. When did you leave? This was a long time this ago. Like that I like ago. left it all nicely arranged for him. He was actually. trying to do like a specific diet. And so I was trying yep. to be very helpful. Nice work. Thanks. I, yeah. I spoiled both of you True. when so I was you. married. Yeah, you. Steve's you have, had dinner. You have fed me dinner like three times this week. <laughs> Just twice. 
<laughs> Last night and tonight. He's anticipating a third. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you you're welcome for the 4th of July. So if you want to come over for that, you can come over for that. I just might. Penny was really hoping I would. Might as well. It's going to be fun. Plus, my family always likes to see you. So that'll be good. Yeah. I would love to see them. All right. So we got a couple of things to talk about before we dive in. What are those, Jessica? Because <laughs> I'm the only one that knows. We are opening up, well, I am opening up another round of my Be Bold course. So if you are interested in getting into my Be Bold course and working with me for six weeks, go check it out. It is www.beboldcourse.com forward slash Be Bold. Question. Can yes. anybody sign up? Anybody can sign up who's interested. Males? Males, yeah. Females? Females. What else? It sounded like Dwight Schrute. <laughs> and you said, question. <laughs> Are bears more dangerous than... <laughs> so, yeah. And with that, aren't we also um, working on a design for, for new socks? Yes. swag store? Those are actually, I found out it's going to take about three months to get them. What? But we Are have we socks coming. We're getting socks? Yeah. I didn't know that. We're doing some pre-orders? We can. What are they, just HIL socks or what? Be bold socks? We got to design them. I HIL stuff. I want some with our faces on it. Who wants socks with our faces on it? (laughs) Who's super fans that wants... There's this performer named Big Dipper who performed at Pride a couple years ago who sells Speedos with his face on them. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's going to start offering Speedos. I don't think think we'll actually offer that. Jessica already got me a pair of underwear with her face on it. Really? Yeah, that was part of his Christmas present this year. That's (laughs) weird. You don't want to know what else they say on there, but they're pretty funny. I don't remember. I'll have to check them out again. It's pretty funny. (laughs) So anyways, we have swag available. There are two t-shirt styles up and we have more things coming. So if you go to theboldlogic.com forward slash swag, you can pick up our swag. And there is a link in our bio to both these sites. So you can go check them out. You can also get my book and you can get my journal. All sorts of things that we have for you guys. Steve's working on his book. I have a title. What's the title? I know, but I forgot. You should want this. You should Did you want like how this. I leaned forward into my microphone? <laughs> I, said that. I don't know why. You should want this. Is that so, better? So, coming soon, Steve's book, You Should Want This, as soon as he starts writing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll write my book. Yeah. I want to write another book. Did I tell you the, the title of mine? No. What's the title of yours? Secret. Oh, my gosh. You have to wait. By the way, I feel like I should clarify on the title of my book. I'm not talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are. Talking about, like, just that I told myself that so many times over the years, my first 29 years, of you should want this. This is something you should be striving for in life. This is something you should want to do. Yeah. You want what you want. Yep. There's the synopsis perfect <laughs> now write the book that was the hardest part for me is coming up with the title i mean i shouldn't say it was the hardest part i had a hard time coming up with the title but i do like what i came up with job thanks guys yep all right we ready to dive into this week's episode 
Yeah. It starts, I feel, very similar to a week or two ago. Which was what? Which is where Jessica and Matt have another big blow up. <laughs> yeah. Another big talk. Let me just preface it. Matt's being an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> and I, it wasn't just that. There was a lot of both of us figuring it out. I'm not putting this all on you. Well, thank you. But you did it's admit me, you. that you were trying to like. It's not you. It's me. Push me away. <laughs> What's the name of your book. The name of my book is "It's Not You, It's Me." Okay. <laughs> but you have said and admitted that you, for the first probably two to three years of our marriage, were just trying to like test the waters, and in so doing, pushed me away. Doesn't every kid test the waters? You're not a kid. <laughs> Matt, I've been wondering how you have felt over the last five or six episodes that have mostly been about you. And a lot of it is stuff that, like, you don't remember well, very well or that you're... Well, first off, like... Things you could be ashamed of. Probably the biggest gut check for me was that bad review we got was like, hey, you guys are getting too preachy right now. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but my feelings over the last few episodes is this. Like, it's... One, I think I've done a lot of hard work mm-hmm. and taken a lot of time for myself of figuring out what is it that I actually want and being okay with where I'm at and being okay with setting up boundaries and being okay with, hey, my relationship with my ex isn't going to be perfect. I don't know. It's But that doesn't mean you can't have a good relationship with your current wife. Correct. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I've thought a lot about talks that's... Oh, keep going. Steve, uh, ask me that question again. How have you felt over the last five or six episodes? And really what I meant by that was like, we've shared a lot of stuff that's very... Like, you have been the one in like the vulnerable seat. Yeah. I've made a lot of mistakes. And the biggest thing that I think anybody can do, like, especially myself, is recognize that those mistakes don't have to happen again. And mm-hmm. I can be okay with moving on. Yeah. So since it was our anniversary a couple days ago. Yeah. And it's our seven-year anniversary. And Steve and I were married for seven years. So it was kind of a big deal to feel like, oh my gosh, we have now made it past. No, new record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, new record. <laughs> this reg- Yeah, it is kind of like that. But... I was thinking back to this time of when Matt and I were going through all of these things and it was so hard. And one of the things you kept telling me, Steve, was, listen, we had seven years that we were married, seven years that it took us to get to the point we were at when we got divorced. That was the peak of our marriage because we were able to communicate so well and all of these things, which seems so weird that we got divorced at that point, but it's true. And you kept telling me, you have to make sure you're giving him time to get there. And so now, like, reaching this point where we're seven years in, crap, I'm crying. <laughs> like, crap. Don't hit the table. <laughs> Time's up, man. You better be in a good spot. <laughs> no, but, like, really feeling that, that we are in a good spot and that things are so much better And we've gotten to this point where we're so happy and we can communicate and we do understand what it is we want out of this marriage. And we trust each other and we love each other and support each other. And all of these things that 
I knew we could have back then, but trying to find that you couldn't see that, Matt, in the beginning. And now... Wait, what couldn't I see? You couldn't see that you could trust me and that I would support right. you and that I had your back through all of these issues that your previous wife, you felt didn't, you know, that you guys struggled in. And now we're seven years in and we have, we've done so well. And I'm not saying that there's not going to be issues in the future. Fully aware there will be more issues because that is life. But I'm so grateful that we have this strong foundation now. Yeah. But it took a long time. Took a long time. We've gone through many of cars. We've gone through (laughs) many of houses. We've gone through lots of shoes. Gosh. You're ridiculous tonight, Matt. (laughs) Do you remember telling me this, though, Steve? What? Talking to me about this. Yeah, over and over. Having these conversations. Yeah, just being like. Give it time. If this is what you really want, then make sure you just give us some time. And reminding me that it took us time. Steve and I time to get to a spot where you trusted me enough to tell me all the things as well. Here's the crazy thing about this, right? Like during this time of our lives, like I had no idea that you were confiding a lot of this information through Steve. I know. Surprise, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I knew a lot more than you thought I did. And that's, and I guess what I'm, my point is like, I'm fine with that now. Mm -hmm. At the time that probably would have, triggered me into a spiral of what the heck like she trusts her ex-husband more than her current husband to go and confide this stuff yeah but but i was talking to her matt (laughs) (laughs) so you guys both actually have really good points here because steve was and steve could read me like a book and still can as you know like he knows the second he talks to me if I'm okay or not okay. And likewise, when I get on the phone with Steve, mm-hmm. we can tell. And I can with you now and you can with me now as well. But I knew I needed somewhere other than like my parents to talk to. And so you went to your ex-husband. <laughs> and my good friends. But he was like a safe place. And I know that's weird, but I, mean, I also knew. It is funny knew- to me that I was like the neutral, unbiased party, which is. I mean, basically, that's who you were going to, right? A neutral and biased party, yes. But it speaks volumes to this, Steve, that you felt as though you were a true friend to me as well. Yes, he had your back. And that's yeah. and that's the important thing to recognize in that. And that's what I knew is also that like Steve was supportive of us, yeah, helping us work. If he wasn't, I wouldn't have placed my trust there. And I also was very careful because I knew it really wasn't okay that I was confiding in Steve. Like it wasn't normal. It wasn't logical, but it was like, I felt like that's all I had because when I did try to talk to you, you stopped talking. It wasn't normal. It wasn't logical, but it was natural. Yeah. I was just the natural go-to for you on stuff like that. And you were for me. And, and I totally wanted you guys to succeed. Like I wanted your marriage to be successful. And I, I mean, anything we talked about, that was the goal for you. Yeah. And it stayed confidential and it, yeah, is interesting. I also have down here, speaking of not talking, we had a big, another big talk in January. So a little ways in. And of what year? Where are we? Uh, 2014. And you didn't talk to me for like a week in my journal. I've written down and you would say, things you had to say, but there was no real interaction. Like we would, hey, I need to pick up the kids today, right? Or, hey, 
I'm making dinner for everybody. Like those type of things, logistical things. But outside of that. What more did you want me to say? (laughs) There was no (laughs) real interaction for a week. And I don't remember this. Yeah. It was kind of like how, you know, Steve doesn't remember a lot of things like this. I think there were things that, and we all do this, that we blot out because we don't want to. And it happened a lot of times. Okay. So what was, what was the discussion that we had? I didn't write it down. I did write down that it ended with you telling me you were not sure if you wanted to stay in our marriage or not. That you weren't sure that's what you wanted. I wasn't. I know. I, I felt that. <laughs> so there, it ended there. And as far as I know, we just continued forward as much as we could. I always wonder what would have happened if you two had dated longer. I don't know that it would have been any different. Would you have still got married? Probably. Would it have been a smoother transition? Would it have been harder? We would. I mean, no one would. Huh? We would if all day. I know. And no one knows. But just given how hard the first couple of years were for you guys, I think I just wonder even, if. Even time is a, is, is a weird thing. Because, yes, there is that time that you can spend with somebody. But until you truly make a full commitment to somebody, like, there's no practice for that. There's no, there's nothing, there's no handbook that says, all right, once you make a full commitment, like, to this person in their life, that handbook is empty. And even for Matt and I, if we had lived together, I think it would have ended there. I think we would have just turned and ran. Uh, but because we made the commitment that yeah. we were married, I think that's kept us together. That's what I've always thought is that. I, I really don't think the two of you would have made no. it had you not gotten married so dang quick. Yeah. And and I think that you guys stayed because you were married. If you yep. were still just dating at that point, I think you would have split ways. Way I early. think so, too. Even if we were living together, like it had to be that much of a commitment that it really meant something to both of us to right. put in the work. Because okay. that's not something that either of you in your like the both of you walking away from a marriage is not something i mean for most people it's not what especially we're gonna for do. you two, to walk yeah. away from marriage is not something to be taken lightly and i think that that kept you guys together and you guys are great together and i'm glad you did and i think it's great yeah i it just, was just just think it's it was so hard. interesting <laughs> so so jessica during this time of our lives together not talking to each other like what were the triggering things what were the things that triggered like hey this is i need to talk to matt or yeah, I don't know. I would get to a point where I just felt like I couldn't do it anymore. And I had to know where you were at. But what, what made you feel that way? That you couldn't do what anymore? You weren't talking to me. I mean, most of the time, even when we were talking, it wasn't like really engaged. I was not a priority. I remember at one point during this time thinking to myself, and this was, for quite a while, I believed this, that if I ended up in the hospital, like I was driving home from somewhere the first time I thought this, and I thought if I got in a car wreck right now and ended up in the hospital, I don't think that would come because I felt that much so deeply that I was not a priority, that if you had your kids, you would be with your kids instead. You would have this excuse of, well, I got to take care of my kids instead of giving them to your parents or to their mom or something that I, if I was in the hospital, (laughs) you wouldn't show up. Hmm. Like, that's how deeply I felt like I did not matter to you. 
and just trying to process that of how do I deal with that? How do I do I stay in a relationship where I'm not valued? And that's, I mean, that's what it really came down to is I felt like I was of no value. And I was told that I wasn't, I mean, you never told me that. Just your actions of how you treated me made me feel that way. But then I was also, I mean, told that basically by your ex-wife that I wasn't a good stepmom and that I was failing at all of these things. And so it was she coming from like, your face, no, not or? to my face, but things she said to you and to the kids. And, you know, I'm getting all of these signals that why am I even here? Nobody values my position in this house. Nobody cares that I'm here doing anything. The only person that cares is my daughter and I can take her with me. So it was just this, I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, it was two years in before I really started healing from that and allowing and started to feel like, okay, I think he does value me. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's squeaky chair. Where's my tailbone a week ago? How'd you bruise your tailbone? Biking. Oh. I'm used to being clipped in. Oh. And I was on someone else's bike that obviously didn't have clip-ins. And, you know, when you're clipped into your pedals, you also lift up off the... You don't just push down on the pedals, you lift up. <laughs> well, guess what? You lift up on a pedal you're not clipped to. Foot comes off the pedal, you go flying. <laughs> That's what I did. He's got on Capitol butt. Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So... That's where I was at. And that's what was really killing me is that I didn't feel like I had a place or that I was wanted or needed or anything. So, Jessica, when was the first time you decided to leave? Have we gotten to... Do you have records of that at all? Oh, I I know when it was. When? I know it led up to it and I know... Am I jumping ahead or has it already happened? No, it's jumping ahead, but... I mean, we can talk about it if we want to. Do we want to jump up to that? Well, before we jump to that, like, in my mind at this time, I was under the impression that I had already provided everything that we needed that was necessary to live. I'd done my part. Yeah. We have a house to live in. We have food in the fridge, food on the table. Bikes in the garage. Bikes in a garage. More bikes and more garages. Yeah, more bikes (laughs) over there. A car to drive like and so that was that is what i i had the material things yeah that have been provided roof over our head food water shelter that's done right yeah and i felt as though okay why doesn't she appreciate that i did appreciate that i know you did <laughs> but again this is the the false belief that i'm telling myself yeah she doesn't appreciate this like I always need to, I always need to do more. Like, and that's what that's what was the same story over and over again. It's like ah, I need to do more. I guess I need to do more. I need to do more. I think you misinterpreted what it is that Jessica wanted. Oh, absolutely. Because I can provide all those things on my own, and you don't need many of those things. No. Like it was always surprising to me how little you cared or wanted stuff. Like. When, when you and I were together, Jessica, just you were very low maintenance in that way. Yeah. It's so funny to me watching you like spend and buy and have things in this <laughs> marriage because 
I never knew that side of you. We well, were we always, never had money. Yeah, and you and never you needed just, it, and it wasn't a problem. No, and just I still don't need it. Yeah, this like, is the added expensive bonus. Expensive article of clothing you own was like six dollars, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you made it work, and you were happy. And and Matt, you came from a marriage where things mattered, and yeah, you were expected to provide enough money to get the meet things, all the need, all the wants, and the things, and so you very much came into this with a different mentality. And I Absolutely. think it took you a long time to realize that. That isn't what does it for Jessica. That wasn't what filled her canteen. So you probably did feel some frustration in, right. I've provided all the things. Why is she not happy? Right. It's because that's not what she was looking for. Right. The things she are what make a marriage. She just wanted to freaking tell her that you love her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so the person who I confided in all of the time was Bishop Sturgill. And him and I had talks at length all the time. And you're right. Because... He would always end end the conversation of, you just need to tell her you love her. Do you do that? <laughs> and like, that was a, I mean, even to this day, it's like. Yeah. It's, we are not one of those couples that say I love you every time they talk on the phone or every time Matt leaves to work or it does not get said. But do you want to be that one of those couples? Like, is that, does that do it for so you? So initially, I mm. really thought that was something that would make or break me. Not having those words said to me on a regular basis. And and also along with that, I remember times of just not feeling like you acknowledged, like I would sing in church and you wouldn't say anything about it, or I would give a talk and you wouldn't say anything about it, or I would do something and there was no acknowledgement that it happened. Nothing bad, nothing good. Which is funny because the whole reason you first asked her out, Matt, was because you were so impressed with what she did in church. He was intrigued right. because of that. Yeah, by yeah. church. So I, I was impressed. I was impressed with her singing abilities and, and what I felt when she sang. Yeah. Jessica, I don't know if you remember, but you and I went through this whole saying, I love you enough early on in our marriage. Where, you brought this up before. Where you called me out on not saying it enough. And my response was, don't, like, I only ever want to say this when I'm feeling it. Yeah. Which, just because I'm not saying it doesn't mean, like, I don't want it to become just a that you say casual time. words that yeah. are thrown out as, yeah. I don't want to be expected to end every conversation. I want to, yeah. if you hear it from me, just know it's genuinely what I'm feeling. And I think that's where we got to. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, where we are. Yeah. I've, when, I, no, I want to ex was... explain, though. So we have never gotten to that point where we say I love you on a consistent basis. No. So I... But at this point, at the beginning of our marriage, I remember thinking that I either have to let this go of having this desire to be told that I'm loved or I have to walk away from this marriage. And I remember I remember talking to your Aunt Penny about this and just telling her, listen, I tell him every night when I go to bed. And sometimes he says it back and sometimes he doesn't. And then sometimes, well, and then I got to the point where I'm like, I just wait until he falls asleep so that I don't have to worry about if I'm going to be rejected or not he's going to tell me he loves me or not. So I'd literally wait until you fall asleep and I would tell you I loved you because I meant it and I felt it. And then at some point I just stopped. And at some point later on past that, I got to a point where I've let it go. And I, but I let it go because it got, we've gotten to a point where you show me and in different ways that you love me. So I don't need to hear the words. I know you love me. When was the last time you guys told each other you love each other? Mm, you told me a few weeks ago. 
few nights ago. In bed. Yeah. We didn't say it on our anniversary. We didn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> and the only note reason I know that is because I thought it was so ironic when I was falling asleep. And I was like, oh, we don't have to do this. But we know it. Yeah. And we feel it. It's just not something Matt does. And so it's not something I do anymore. <laughs> I tell you more often than you tell me. And you're always great to just, he always tells me it back. But it was hard. But it was hard because I didn't feel loved any other way either. I, I find this concept really interesting, especially in, in today's society with my kids, like my junior high, middle school aged kids right now, like texting back and forth with their their girlfriends, girlfriends or, or like it's a constant. Like if you go through their text message threads, they constantly tell each other that they love. Like, I love really? you. I love you. Yeah. I love you more. Like, I, I love you to infinity and beyond. Like, it's like, what? Like, this is totally numbing the fact that it's just words now. Well, and I don't think that's how it is for everybody. Not for everybody. But. I think that's a situational thing. But I do think that it gets to a point where it is just a thing you throw around and isn't valued. Like, I the only two guys I've told that I love, like, genuinely love them in this way are you two. As... When you were my spouses, like when Steve was my spouse, and now you are, but it's not something Thank you for I clarifying. just. <laughs> we caught somebody commented this week on a post that I made. Yeah, and about... they were saying, "Well, why would you stay?" I'm just really curious why you would stay married to your husband when he's actively dating somebody else or actively with someone else or something. And like it was that. on the picture of when him and I were together on Father's Day. But I like clarified. Okay, wait. So they, Matt, they thought you and I were together. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I had like clarified in the, in the post, in the post, and uh -huh. they just didn't like read the whole thing carefully. It was just so funny to me. I'm like, no, 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 sorry, but go go read the post more carefully. Well, do you remember when I when we would, made me laugh. When we did our first couple of Outings. double daddy daughter dates and. I got so many comments of, oh, who's the new beau in your life? <laughs> People were real confused when I responded, my ex-wife's husband. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I think I responded, that's Penny's stepsister and her stepdad. Yep. Which confused them even more because if you and I were together, that would be Penny's stepsister and her stepdad, <laughs> which I didn't realize. I was like, no, no, no. Not stepdad because he's with me. Stepdad because he's with her mom. <laughs> She's like, oh, dear. Be how... clear, Steve. Right? I thought I was. <laughs> it's kind of a, diff it's a hard situation to be clear on. Yes. Uh, we just keep people on their toes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's where I was at. And that's why it was so hard. And one of the things, like the next thing that happened that, of significance in my journal was Valentine's Day. Oh, the day of love. <laughs> and I, I, I am a gift giver. I love giving gifts. I love getting up. <laughs> and so True, Jessica is a gift giver. This first Valentine's Day, I planned out like these little things to show you I loved you. I'd put stuff at work that you would find. I'd put stuff in your car. And like had different little things throughout the day. And I felt confident I would get something like some showing of love in return because you told me what you did for your girlfriend the year before. And you had done this, this sweet gift for her the year before. So I thought we were fine. 
What was the gift the year before? I don't remember. You had like framed pictures and stuff for her or something like that. He told me all about it. So I knew he was capable of it. I am capable. I knew he had thought about it for his (laughs) ex-girlfriend. So I thought, you know, okay, we're going to make a day of this. It's going to be a good day. I'm excited. Do stuff for the kids. And partway through the day. Look, I'm not proud of this, okay? <laughs> partway through the day, I get he's talking to me and he's like, well, why are you doing this, basically? And I just feel awkward and something, uh, some other word I can't remember. And I was like, oh. Doing this what? I'm giving him gifts. You're showing him love. So Why I stopped. Did you feel awkward? I kept the rest of it and didn't give him the rest Probably of it. Because I didn't do anything for her. Yeah. I do remember this day. <laughs> I don't remember what the rest of the gift was, but you, Jessica, were like, I don't know, a couple days later. I was done. You were like, here, this was this was Matt's Valentine's Day present that I didn't give him. You didn't give it sure to was, me. I'm not saying oh. that. Just <laughs> like, like it, oh, no, no, you're ballsy. like, no, sorry, I didn't mean to imply that. Just. Like putting like, it away it or something. Him. Yeah, like why didn't you give it to I was wondering why there was like an unopened present or something. I don't know what led to it, but yeah. Yeah, I always have this thought in the back of my head is like, how many unopened presents were there? Uh-huh. Or are there? There's been more since that day. Oh, I I don't believe it. You don't believe it. <laughs> You're wanting all the presents. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I believe it. And I yeah. And it wasn't that I needed a gift. It was that I needed to know at that point, like I was saying, that you thought of me. Like that there was just some, and I think that's what most women want. Like, I know we get a bad rap for people saying, oh, women need all these things and they need all these gifts and whatever. But really, we just want to know we're thought of. and chocolates yeah. and jewelry and We just want to know that you thought about us. Right. That you, <clears throat> you know, planned to go out to dinner or planned hey, I want to take you to do this thing. Like, I don't even, it doesn't have to be a big deal, but just thought enough ahead of time that I was important. I, I was more important than working kids at this point. I was more important than this. You're also a big card person. I like cards. You come from a big card family. I remember being really surprised when we were first married that like everyone wrote everyone like a seriously intense, deep, <laughs> loving full of gratitude card for like every occasion. Yeah, and I'm still trying to get used to this. <laughs> I love oh, it. Getting used to great. getting them or getting used to giving them or what? Giving them. You always give great cards when you give them. I do. <laughs> but. When you do them. When I do them. Yeah. And, I don't know. When do you do them? For me, like something that I figured out within myself was if I can actually create the card on my own, like not go and buy one, with a picture mm-hmm. on it and then the picture is saying inside of it like that to me is it feels it feels kind of fake unless so you have, found the perfect one you unless, found the perfect so one a couple made, times unless you find that perfect one it's like whoa and then but what i figured like what i found out for myself is like if i can draw it and i can write something if i, I can it's really but that takes a lot of time right and once <laughs> but if you can actually take that time it is worth so much. That's what I'm saying is that time, <laughs> that that idea that you put time into creating the card for me. Is all you're looking for. I is know. all I'm looking for. And you've gotten way better. We have come a long ways. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad or just I'm just expressing how I felt in that moment of this is one more thing where 
I'm obviously not important, you know? And so it was like these, these little things that, that kept driving home that I'm not important. So, yeah. Who is important, right? <laughs> I don't think that's what it says. What are they? From the help. Uh, I don't know. You is smart. I know that's one of them. You is smart. I think that's a good, good ending spot. I really want to know what the words are. <laughs> Steve's gonna look up the words. <laughs> I watched that or movie the help. recently. Uh huh. I did like two weeks ago. Did I, you ball your eyes like, out three times? It's a good movie. What? The help. It's um, a good Black Lives Matter movie to be aware and. Good one. You is smart. You is kind. You is important. Ah, I was right. It was one of the important. three. Good job, Steve. Yeah, we've come a long ways. Matt's thinking about something. I'm just thinking about that time. <laughs> All right. On that note, you is smart. What is it, Steve? You is brave. You is important. Don't forget it. <laughs> what? Why'd you look at me like that, Matt? Nothing. So what's our takeaway from this episode? Yeah. Like, That's I, I too preachy. Really... <laughs> <laughs> it's too preachy? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did we even read that review? No, no, we didn't. If you're wondering, go check out the reviews and leave yeah, us a review someone, while, while you're there. Someone said they don't like our podcast as much anymore because the content isn't as good and we got It's funny because preachy. it was right after one of the episodes that I went off about how you should be talking to your kids about your bodies and how I made a commitment to talk to Penny about your Being body. Being all preachy. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, sorry, people. But, you know, sometimes you just have to listen to our opinion, I guess, if you're going to listen. <laughs> Hopefully you have your own opinion about the matter. That's what we want. Yeah, I've decided that I need to um, not face the flower wall. Distracting? Yeah, because, well, anyway. First, first you thought you were going to be distracted by the ironing board at the other end of the room. Yeah. Now you're distracted by the flower wall. You didn't know there's a ginormous, there's a wall of ginormous flowers in the office where we record. So takeaway for this week. Yeah. Oh yeah, back to the topic. <laughs> if, if you want a takeaway this week, for me it always comes back to it is simple to show somebody you care or well, so, that they're appreciated. Like just sometimes it's not that simple though. I, but it is. That's the thing. Sometimes it feels as though it's not that simple. There's a difference there. It feels sometimes like it's not. Learn me. (laughs) Looking back, Matt, do you think it could have been simple to rectify this rift between the two of you? Yes. And that would have been if I had swallowed my pride. Yeah. And that is what (laughs) relationships come come down to. Is swallowing my pride and understanding, okay, I can do this. I can be what she wants me to be. And I can also be what I want to be. But sometimes that's not the same. I wanted you to be who you were when who you presented yourself. It wasn't that I wanted you to change. You changed when we got married. I know, but that's what sometimes it felt like. like. And and again, it's, it's bringing in the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So what you felt was it was hard. Yeah. But really, it was. I kept telling you this, and I want this to be clear, that it is simple. If you are willing to step back and say, I can go. I just thought about Jessica. I'm going to send her a text. I just thought about my- Do I do that right now? My partner. 
You do more often. You do. You've gotten a lot better. You send me cute texts. I just thought about my partner driving home from work, so I'm going to stop at Albertsons and pick up something to show him I care. I'm going to... Like, for me, that'd be like a bag of chicken. Whatever. (laughs) If you show up with anything and say, hey, I picked this up at Albertsons for you on the way home because I thought about you, I'd be happy. Thought about some chicken breasts. And I would (laughs) laugh, right? Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. That's all it comes down to is that we want to be heard and we want to be seen. Do you ever... I just hate... I dislike... What? Dislike following rules and the social norms. And I feel as though because I don't get you flowers... I don't need flowers. Let me finish. (laughs) Because I don't get you flowers, I'm an a-hole. No. No, I, I know I'm not. But getting over that and over that feeling of when, like, if somebody asked me, when was the last time you bought Jessica flowers? Never. (laughs) But it's that response, right? It's that response of never. You say, that's what you say, though, is, but I showed up with this or I do other things for her because flowers aren't my thing. But have you seen me dance? Have you, he does dances for me all the time. <laughs> wow. You, you can really dance. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying. It, I get what you're saying, babe. And hopefully that comes across as, look, I'm, I'm not an a-hole, guys. No, he's not. I, I wouldn't still be here if you were an a-hole. <laughs> Do you get that? Yes, I get that. Do you know how many awesome things you've done for me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So just because I can, if I want flowers, I'm just going to go buy my own flowers at this point. Yeah. And I'll give you the dollars to go do it. You'll give me the dollars and you will show up with something else that makes me happy. Like what? Sometimes you come home from work with random things for me. Yeah. And I think that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We have scooters. We have bikes. Steve wants to say something. I am just curious to know what things, what are your ways of expressing I love you to each other? Great question. That makes me laugh. That is one way that I feel like is very important to me is just him knowing when to make me laugh and bringing happiness into our lives because happy, like being happy is huge for me. So Matt, what about your end? Like what are the things that you consciously do as a way of, you know, since you don't give flowers or you don't say I love you, that's not your way of expressing that. What is your way of expressing it? My way of expressing is just what she said. Like, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but it kind of was. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's that. It's try anytime that I'm at home, I try to be around you. I don't know if you've noticed that. Like, I kind of follow you around like a little puppy dog. <laughs> it's just like last night when we went on our walk. Steve makes fun of us for going on a walk because he thinks we're getting old. Mm hmm. We worked out in the pool today, by the way. Yeah. Oh, We've been water doing water aerobics. aerobics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we did that together. Yes. Right? It's So when we were on our walk last night, you said, or something came up like, oh, are you working from home tomorrow for some reason? <laughs> and you kind of rolled your eyes at that idea because, oh, I'm not going to get anything done. I was teasing. I know. But there's always a little bit of truth behind a, a tease, a tiny bit, of, oh, I'm not going to get anything done because you'll just come in and distract me in the office and what I do. 
<laughs> Matt shows me he loves me by supporting me in the things that I'm doing. He encourages me to try new things. He encourages me to put myself out there. Um, that's And we've talked about that like with the training for body attack and stuff like that. And if it doesn't work, he doesn't make me feel bad for it not working out. He just moves on with me to the next thing. That's a huge thing for me. This podcast. <laughs> and showing up for that. Stuff like that. Every episode I show up for it. <laughs> He's good at stuff like that. And I've just learned to be better about seeing the ways Matt does show up. And he's gotten better about trying to show up. So it works. We're all trying. We're all trying. And that's what matters. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right. Now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.